What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's Rocky in Review. That's right. We're ranking, reviewing, and recapping every movie in the Rocky and Creed franchise. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I love you. <laughs> that was really good. I, I hate how good that was because yeah. it was yeah. a simple thing, but you really nailed it. See, and this is, out the group. This is where it. I start to pull away from Andy, right? <laughs> now we're now we're in my wheelhouse, right? Uh-huh. Now we're right over the Stallone, Travolta, Daniel LaRusso, pretty much any Italian I got because it's the exact same accent. Yeah. yeah you want to hear Tony Soprano? I love you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and rounding out our group today is the one and only Sancho West. Win. Ooh. Really good. I can't really wait to good. talk about this oh, movie good, with you, dude. gentlemen. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. We're doing Rocky right now, uh, intermittently throughout the next couple months, leading into hopefully Creed 3 when it comes out in November, unless that ends up not happening, in which case we will just prepare for it together and be ready when it happens eventually. Um, you can get it on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in Review, and we will be right there for you. If you wanted to get it ad-free and watch live as we record it, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like so many of our amazing Patreon producers did. Molecule, Fargo Brady, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman. Thank you all so very, very much. Today, we are brought to you by Chime and MeUndies. But I'll tell you about that later because I want to talk about Rocky 2. It was released. Oh, man, I messed this up. My bad, guys. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Hey, you want me to call in Sylvester Stallone? Yo, I'll talk to you about Rocky for the Hey, You like turtles? How about toy? You know what a turtle is? It's a tortoise, but it's not really a toy. Hey, I'm going to walk backward for a little bit with my ball. Andy loves my ball. Andy, how do you feel I about my ball? I love turning around and just tossing it up in the air a little bit. You know? <laughs> now you know, but now you know. Now you know the freedom that is being an Italian in Philadelphia. <laughs> you can just <laughs> do whatever you want to do. Nick, real talk, you can write a Rocky movie. That sounded like dialogue from any of these movies, man. This <laughs> movie was just... released. On June 15th, 1979, had a runtime of one hour and 59 minutes. It was directed by Sylvester Stallone. Who would have thought? Written, once again, by (laughs) Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Music by Bill Conti, the legend, as known from Rocky One and all of the Karate Kid movies. Um, The budget was $7 for this one. Box office of $200.2 making it the third highest grossing film of 1979. Nick, do you have any guesses what was above it? 79? Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars? The Amityville mm-hmm. Horror okay. at number two. And Kramer vs. Kramer oh, at Kramer number one. Kramer. Wow, okay. When did Star Wars? Yeah. Was, was it New Hope 78? When did that come out? That must have been a year prior. 74? What, a, what, a yeah. what a different time that is. Think about what you just said. A horror movie and a hardcore movie about divorce and 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 <laughs> trying to figure out like who's who the kids are going to go with, right? Who's going to get custody of the kids? Which is Kramer versus Kramer. Great, great movie. But that was the highest grossing movie of that year. Is that wild to you? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what Kramer versus Kramer was. I always thought that was a Seinfeld thing. No, well, I mean, no, I think there was an episode called Kramer versus Kramer. But no, Kramer <laughs> versus Kramer is is a very very intense drama i think i want to say it's meryl streep and dustin hoffman and it's about them getting a divorce and fighting over who's going to keep the kids that's where i've heard of it from really really sad 
Family Guy. There it is. There Everything. it is. Me, that's trivia. how Andy gets educated. I that's love it so much. <laughs> um, some more trivia for you, Andy, because I know you love some fun stats. Apollo Creed does not smile once throughout this entire movie. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He smiles a lot in the first one. So, kind of a letdown. Well, I mean, he's, a little, he's really upset. <laughs> uh, I, think he's still, I think he's still mad. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then some more fun facts here. Analysis by Philadelphia locals tracked the route that Rocky took through the city during his training run when all the children ended up running with him. If he took this actual route from South Philly House to the top of the art museum steps, he would run approximately 30.2 miles in one day. Four miles <laughs> more a than a marathon. Day. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to give a shout out. Speaking of marathons, my brother this weekend ran the San Francisco full marathon. He run a full damn marathon, 26 wow. point something miles, dude. Incredible. He did it in four so, hours and 11 geez. minutes. And then he was like, I'm, uh, yeah, I was upset that I cramped for 30 minutes and that really slowed me down. I was yeah. trying to go under Incredible. three hours. I was like, cool, Greg, under what's four. the under four. What, under four? Yeah, sorry. He was like, what, what? I asked him, what's the most you've ever run before this? And he's like, well, I guess the half marathon. Yeah, in one I, go. Yeah. Sancho, I hit maybe six minutes jogging on the treadmill. I'm like, all right, I'm switching this to walking. Like, I can't. <laughs> We're gonna walk for the next 14 minutes, and then I'm gonna go to the stairmaster. Dude, I, I, I just get winded looking at those treadmills, man. It ain't for me. Are you yeah. kidding me, bro? I'm trying to figure out how many years in a row I can go consecutively where I don't have to run. Oh, yeah, yeah, smart, That's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in terms of awards this one did not do as well as the first one uh, it was not nominated for any of the Oscars but it did win best picture at the American Movie Awards and won the People's <laughs> Choice Award for favorite motion picture um, and, and there you go now let's get right into it Andy as somebody, or sorry, uh, Sancho, what do you got? I maybe? thought you were going to go, like, and also a Nickelodeon Award winner, Rocky II for Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> His choice award. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Andy Cortez, we are new to the Rocky franchise. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Rocky II? I liked it a lot. Again, it's I, I like the character moments of this movie. I don't necessarily love the boxing. I think it gets kind of comical when it's just... Rocky getting jabbed in the face 14 times in a row. Thousand like, times. It gets it gets kind of hilarious near the end of it. But um, I don't know. I just love all those little personable moments. I love those intimate moments with these characters. And it goes some dark places. And it. Um, uh, I think I wasn't... Ex I certainly wasn't expecting the... You could go blind forever as as kind of a, a thing to worry about and i think that's really cool i wasn't expecting there to actually be i, I think there would have just i thought there would have just been a general health kind of worry right like this isn't good for you rocky you know but i like the idea of like dude you're when mickey's like look dude I, you can't even see my hand here and, yeah. and i'm just oh, like some him. I'm just ah. some regular pug, dude. Imagine like <laughs> the like it's just so awesome. I love all these character moments. Um I uh really enjoy the more intimate moments when uh between Rocky and between Mickey and um we're seeing uh you know the commercialization of Rocky and you know him trying to become a a salesperson and a spokesperson it just doesn't quite work out. And you kind of see that rise in that fall. And it's like, Rocky, stop buying so much stuff, bro. You're not going to box anymore. What are you doing? Bro, what are you doing? I'm, I'm feeling that Three concern. Rolexes? What are you doing, bro? I'm feeling that concern just like Adrian does. Um, and yeah, the the complications with the birth, just another thing I wasn't expecting. I, th I think this movie just threw a lot of stuff at me that 
I thought this was going to be a kind of run of the mill sequel. Um, I was not expecting it to go where it did. At first, I was a little turned off by Apollo's uh, kind of in that moment, in that fight, in the hospital, being this ultra villain, which we never saw at all. Um, I didn't really love that, but I did love the sort of eventual turn into reading fan mail and being like, I people think that I bought the fight. People think right. that this is like fake because I like I'm going to kick his ass. Like I, I, I totally buy that aggression and that anger and trying to to villainize Rocky. Um, the press conference, one of my favorite moments um, or just having Apollo being this ultra villain and Rocky is just lovable i'm gonna get icy in, i'm gonna give polly an icy machine yeah, i get you an icy machine like all of it is <laughs> yeah, just like so it's great just... and and again i just i love all those lines that seem totally useless but they add so much more to the character sancho what about you you know this this actually surprised me a lot uh you know because i think what we were talking about right before uh we went live was that rocky 2 has always felt like i always forgot about it in a sense because it's like Rocky three has some memorable boxers in it. And then you go to four, of course, the Russia versus the United States. Five is memorable because it's bad, but that's, we're getting ahead of myself. And then two, you just forget that it yeah. ex actually exists and it's a movie, part of this franchise. And I'm surprised on how well it's done. And I, I honestly liked it a lot more uh, than Rocky in, in a sense of that. You could see where that extra budget went to. They had a lot more time with scenes that a lot more cuts. I think, surprisingly Stallone's a pretty good director in this movie you get a little bit more of all the characters and I feel like you get a little bit deeper in each character which is great I mean Rocky got that shine in Rocky 1 but now Adrian Paulie Mickey you get a lot more Mickey training it's fantastic and even just the I know this is where we finally get into the sensationalism of Rocky where the boxing fight is just kind of corny and cheesy but it's laying the foundation for what future Rockies fights will be. And we'll have a little bit more artistic uh, leeway, so to speak. So that might rub people off the wrong way when it gets into, you know, the future of the rest of the series. It's like, okay, Rocky three and four, you're going to expect some craziness at the end of each um, picture. But I, I, I liked it. I, like I said, the, you know, like Andy hit all the dramatic notes that this character goes along. And once again, Stallone dealing with his own life as an actor, being an overnight sensation, essentially. Uh, there, that is really present in this movie as well. It kind of reminds me a lot of, a, you know, a sports star who becomes somebody, gets drafted to the NFL or NBA, just goes out on a spending spree, just overspends. And before you know it, he is in trouble. And then Rocky has to figure it out. And I think that's what makes Rocky at its best when he is an underdog, not only in the ring, but in his life. So I think that was made Rocky 2 a lot better uh, than Rocky 1. And I was quite surprised that at the end of the day, I was like, huh, I actually enjoyed the pacing on this movie a lot better. And I enjoyed uh, where Rocky ends up at the end of this one. And yes, he does win. But I think it's that moment still hits harder as well when he doesn't win in Rocky 1. Nick, I think I, I like half this movie. And and to Sancho's point, this is always I, I don't remember anything that happens in the first act and a half of this movie. I literally it was like watching the, the movie for the first time. I'm like, he buys that's where he bought the jacket. Um I think <laughs> it I think it suffers from a lot of the the common a common things that sequels suffer from. Uh namely the thing that always kind of draws me out of the first part about it is there's there's a moment, a couple moments in this, quite a few moments in this, where it's just Sylvester Stallone. It's not Rocky anymore. 
And he's suddenly smarter and faster talking and way more charming. And then he goes back into Rocky, who is a little bit, little, little slower and a little bit like harder to figure out. Um, and I think a lot of that is because Sylvester Stallone was directing this movie himself. If that had been uh, John G. Allison back, he would have been like, hey, we're, you know, you're slipping back into too much of like who Stallone is right now, Stallone the megastar. And that's always what's the hardest thing is when they come back for the sequel and they're megastars, it's so hard for them to, to climb back into where the, that emotional state they were in when they were no names doing the character and that's not to say he doesn't for the most part get that but rocky if you if watching these back to back and this might be the only time i've ever done that it's so fascinating because this does not feel like it picks up right after the other movie but they're literally in the ambulance going from the coliseum or from the stadium uh to the hospital uh that's a minor problem obviously i think the the first part of the movie drags a little bit I do like being with these characters. I love these characters. I like that we get more of these characters. Um, but then there's a distinct point <laughs> about an hour and 10 minutes into this movie where they go from like, I'm like, oh, this is fairly forgettable to this is the scene I look forward to most in any Rocky movie. And from that point on, it is pedal to the metal. This is what Rocky is. And in, in a lot of ways, it is that transition point from like, like Sancho was saying, like that more uh, intimate almost indie film like we talked about last week to the sensationalism of like Rocky becoming this, this cultural icon, both in the movie and outside, you know, both yep. in Hollywood and in the world. And so I'm trying to put it in terms of fast and furious, Tim, but I would say this probably somewhere between the fast and furious, maybe Tokyo drift area. Like that, this might be the Tokyo drift of the Rocky for, eh, well, that's not true. I think probably Rocky three, we have Tokyo drift. Um, but I, I like this movie. I always enjoy it, but it is it, it does strike me as like, wait, he bought a car when I don't remember any of these things because they're just not very memorable moments. And I think that ultimately the script itself was just not as tight as the first one was because but I do like where we find the character. And to Andy's point, I love that he is, you know, he gets caught up in the trappings of what it means to be this this one hit wonder. And we see it and we know what's going to happen. And I think the reason he has to fight is a very compelling reason. And I think the reason Adrian wants him not to fight is a very compelling reason. So at the heart of the story, you have these two, these two, you know, reasons uh, diametrically opposed to each other. And it's kind of it's kind of gut. It's, you know, it's heartstring pulling. It's gut wrenching. Um, but I enjoyed this movie. Tim, what did you think of it? I don't think that uh, anybody that knows me would be surprised to hear that I enjoyed this so much more than the first one. I, I, I feel like there is that moment that Nick's talking about. I think from the moment that Adrian wakes up from the coma on, I'm like, I fucking love this movie. Well, I'm right there you, with you, Andy. Yourself when Adrian wakes up from a coma, <laughs> like that's Which where it, we're at. From a yo, coma, I, dude. That's the thing, man. Like this movie, like I don't want to say it jumped the shark, but there's some moments where I'm like, that's where we're going with this. Okay, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm. But from the moment she wakes up from the coma, everything that happens after that, and I agree with Andy, the fact that Rocky gets punched fourteen thousand times in his face without even trying to block, like. It was a bizarre choice in the first one. In this one, it almost felt like they were doubling down for a bit. Like, I just, I don't really quite get what they were doing there. Besides that aspect that is hard to look past, I absolutely love the montages. I love the fight. I love the buildup. I love that I didn't know who was going to win. Again, I said this last week, but I know vague plot points of the Rocky franchise. And I know where things end up because I've seen the Creed movies. But how we get there, I don't know. So I'm constantly like, Oh shit, he's there's a we're getting the rematch in number two. Who it, it could go anyway, right? It could be a draw, there could be a death. I don't fucking know. And so I was like edge of my seat and I was losing my mind from height by the end of it. And like getting the cutaways to to Polly and Adrian and all of them, like 
as goofy and corny as it was. It's what I like, man. They kind of did that good feel good sports moment. Uh, but everything that led up to that, I I'm torn about because on one hand, I really feel like I would have much rather see a completely different movie to get us to the point that I started liking it, like the coma, because everything that leads into it is bizarre. And the, the pregnancy, her getting into a coma, how she gets into a coma, like all the plot points of him going out and spending money. I get it. It all adds up. I just don't think it's that entertaining. And I, I think it's, it's kind of bizarre in a lot of ways. But I do think that the use of Rocky as a character, like the strength of the first movie was these characters feeling so real. And I think they continued that with this. Like there, there's some weird choices, like him buying a car that he can't drive and him trying to learn to read and all that stuff. I think it gets a little too real at points of just like, yeah, these are just real people making mistakes and 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 trying to learn at the same time. Uh, but I, I appreciate like the use of religion as well. Like Rocky kind of really uh, falling back on the the church and the pastor and all that stuff to like help him through all this stuff and like going to the dude's house before uh the, the so fight good. like so i good. love that stuff like i, I was like you know Fire what carmine, Fire for, carmine. As much, for as much as i didn't enjoy how we got there i thought i was like you know what they tied it all up and when they they, they clearly had enough budget where they're like all right this time we're not just stealing shots we're gonna steal shots and we get a hospital so let's use yeah. the hospital let's as much as humanly lot. possible let's get in the beginning of the movie and let's have the whole middle be there too why the fuck not uh but i i think that i enjoyed adrian and rocky's relationship many many times more in this one than i did the last i believed it a lot more i still don't like adrian as a character i think she's really weak and i don't think that's gonna be a popular take but i stand by it and uh i think polly was utilized the right amount in this one where it was just like cool i didn't need more of him but mickey is my goddamn man i love him and rocky's relationship and again the tie to the religion i thought they did a great job with but i can't wait to get in the plot and get into the the latter half of this because goddamn win <laughs> win Oh, and then a back-to-back training montage. I didn't see it coming, guys. I didn't see it coming. I thought him grabbing that chicken was going to be the end of it. I did not expect to get children, hundreds of children. Like the Pied Piper of Philadelphia. Dude, with them with playing the song for the first one, but instead of the epic, like, opera choir, this time it was like a children's choir. Oh, my God, that was dope. It looks like they're chasing him down in the streets. It was so funny. When he starts running ahead of them, and they're like, go, go, go. There's like one kid that tries to hang for a, th- a couple seconds and it was like what are you thinking you idiot yeah kid? there's no yeah. way you're gonna, yeah you can't hang yeah. with rocky andy i want to get to the plot but before we do that let me tell you about our sponsors are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already? You're just going to have to tell them to try again in the fall. You've got pool days, pride parades, bachelor parties, and beach vacations waiting for you because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. I'm Greg Miller and my butt never sweats because I wear MeUndies. You've heard it a million times. I like MeUndies so much from the first pair. I bought a whole bunch more and threw away the rest of my underwear. They're the best. MeUndies has the lightest, most breathable fabrics to keep you cool and comfortable wherever you go. From undies to bra to socks, to loungewear, to swimwear, you can find something for all your plans. 
MeUndies also releases new prints all the time, like their limited edition Pride collection. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. To get 15% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days earlier with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancor Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. Plot time. Oh, crap. Uh, Tim, before we get into the plot, there's one thing mm-hmm. I need you to do for me. Yes. Come here. <laughs> Win. Yes, yes. Yeah, baby. Win. What are we waiting what for? Wait for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rocky 2. Or as I like to call it, half of the best Rocky movie you have ever watched. Uh, <laughs> just in case, uh, you were going to start with the same fanfare theme. Guess what? No, we're, we're straight funky on this one. Uh, and we get a little recap of where we were before. They, in a fact, little. not just recap, they just show the entire end of the Yo, last movie. This oh, man. Is so the era of Karate Kid. Like, we yeah. always joke about Karate Kid just, like, having so many flashbacks. They literally showed half of Rocky 1 in the beginning of Rocky 2. Awesome. I was shocked. Awesome. Can, you, can you imagine if, if Endgame started like that? It was like, wait a minute. It's, it's, it's Infinity War. It's no wonder that's, like, no you, wonder. Should go, you should have gone well, for the head. It's like, well, it's so it's like, run time so long. What's yeah. going uh, to edit it now that way? Of course, uh, we, we start. And I love this movie. Just like I'm always a sucker for movies that pick right up. Like right up the second after uh, the other movie ends. And so this is where this is. We wind up in the ambulances going to the hospital because uh, both fighters are pretty much have beat each other to death. Um, uh, and, I, and, and with that, I, I do just want to say, like, I, you know, you guys know me, not really a sports guy, definitely not a fighting guy. Like, I'm a pro wrestling guy because I like it because it's fake and it's all that stuff. I do not like the idea that it's just totally legal and like just like expected that we just watch people beat the shit out of each other to the point that they're going to go to the hospital. Like, there's just an ambulance ready for them. They're just going to get to... What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Hey, man, what's, that's awesome. What's trippy, Tim, is now that YouTubers and TikTokers and Twitch people, they're jumping into that bandwagon. I don't... Hey, now, Andy, that. if you want to fight Andy, you, I'm not going to fight you, brother. You, you know it. I'm not going to do it. Sancho, I'll take a fall first round. We get paid big, big <laughs> yeah, talk, Let's right? do it. Let's do it. To be fair, if any, no, there's no ref on the planet that would have let that <laughs> either of these fights keep going. They would have taken one look. The doctors alone would have taken one look at Rocky by the end of like the 10th round and been like, we got to call this, dude. You're going to, you're, this is going to be serious damage to you. But anyway, I digress. It's a movie. Uh, they arrive at 
the hospital and they arrive to a media circus and someone asks Rocky, do you think you have brain damage? He goes, I don't see any. Uh, <laughs> Apollo immediately comes in, sees the media circus and turns it on, right? He wants a rematch right there. Rocky's like, I thought you said you didn't want one. And he's like, no, I want one right now, anytime, anywhere. Uh, of course, Rocky's like, I'm just going to go into surgery. Uh, we get a little throwaway line where the doctor's like, I'm really concerned about this. I probably should have written that a little bit more. Uh, Polly still wants Rocky to connect him with Gatso on his behalf for his old job. And Rocky finally just concedes. Uh, and then the nurse is like, hey, Rocky, it's time for your medication. Also, can I have an autograph for my kid? And Rocky's like, sure. This seems inappropriate, but why not? It's the 70s. Uh, and then I love this scene. Because, Andy, you were talking about how Apollo's like, or I, maybe it was you, Tim, that was talking about how Apollo's like kind of the, oh, no, it was Andy. You, you talk about how he's like a villain in the beginning, right? But then we get this incredibly touching moment where, where Rocky, because, of course, they would be in the same hospital, sneaks into his room and he goes, hey, Apollo, can I, can I talk to you for a second? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I, I got to know, did you give me your best? And Apollo goes, yeah. And then Rocky goes, thank you. And love leaves. it. So it's this love one it. real moment of Creed. I love that moment. That's the, that's the moment that to me makes him this fully fleshed out character. And then, of course, the internet commenters later will see, uh, get to him, even though he's world champ. Uh, but Rocky, also, like, you know, Polly, time and place, brother. Let's have some self-awareness. Hey. Uh, you know, like, we can't be asking for... <laughs> for a job right now brother like my, i almost lost my eye <laughs> yeah. yeah i can't yeah exactly hey, he lost a lot of weight he's feeling good paulie burt young looking great a little confident you know I mean? yeah a little too confident, confident now <laughs> Tell you yeah, what, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you you call up burt young you go burt we're gonna do a sequel to rocky uh can you not lose 40 pounds because it literally picks up the second half of the old movie it's like I'm going to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's hair is going to get about five inches longer and, and his waistline is going to be way smaller. Yes. He's way more fit in this movie. Oh, yeah. And his pants are so tight. Yes. Anyway, uh, Rocky finally gets out of the hospital and people hound him for a contract, but he'd rather take Adrian to the zoo uh, to propose to her. And he says, uh, you know, I was wondering, what are you doing for like the next 40 or 50 years? And he goes, will you marry me? She goes, yes, I'd like to marry you. And it's very, very nice. And he's so excited that he invites the tiger to the wedding as well. Dude, this I love a great it. scene. I, I see it. this tiger in the back. And immediately, y'all, I'm like, oh, oh, here we go. We're getting it. We're getting it. Nope. And I was waiting. I was waiting. And I was shocked that we did not get it. We get multiple teases. We get it on Bomber Jacket. And we don't get it yet. I can't Still, wait for oh, it to hit, y'all. Oh, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm on the same. Well, the first thing I thought was like, I hope there's a big wall drop off in between where this tiger is and where they are because this <laughs> this the tiger appears to be in the same section that you look at like penguins ostriches and penguins through. like like and i was like man that's a really small wall like but then they show the other angle where they're walking away and there's that big i'm like oh thank god safety you know we're, we're good over here we're good i think I this is like, what i was gonna say sorry nick this is what you're talking about that part where stallone's like when he's walking away, it's always when he's walking away from off camera. He's like, "Yeah, you know, we all of a sudden we can get married, and you, hey, tiger to coming through. Yeah, all right, good time." He's like, "That's the Stallone that you're talking about. That's no longer Rocky." A little bit. He dips into Stallone there. There's, there's, yeah. there's a lot of the moments at the beginning of this. A lot of it's the shopping moments, um, and you'll see it too. It's going to be a criticism of mine going later. He gets more and less Rocky sometimes in these movies. It's weird, but you know, it is. It is just what it is. Um, I do want to point out to Andy, uh, it's never steep enough to me. Never. <laughs> Every time I see this thing, I'm like, it could be 20 feet steeper. That could tire could clear that easily. The yeah. tire's clearing that. It's you know, I, I got to say, too, I've never really, uh, it's clear, but I've never really thought about a zoo in the snow. I kind of like the imagery of this, of this tiger just really chilling, cool. surrounded just by, by snow. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it beautiful. 
It was a, it was a really good moment. It's it's a moment that literally I, I I had forgotten about, and I watched it. So it was like seeing it for the first time. It's really cool. Uh, then they got married in a Catholic church, full Catholic ceremony in Italian Madonna. Uh, the only people there I love that it's just the pet store owner Mickey, Polly, and Gatto. That's it. And and they brought back the pet store owner lady from the first one. We told him to stop stealing shit from her. Uh, Gatto wants him to invest his prize money. He's like, how much prize money do you have? Now, if you remember correctly, he was supposed to get paid $150,000. But I guess after all the fees and taxes, he only has $37,000 left. And Gatto's like, hey, I want you to invest that in condominiums. And Rocky has an embarrassing moment where he goes, hey, and live and use them. Because he thinks he's talking about condoms. <laughs> Great That's moment. a condom <laughs> joke. Thank you. It's, Thank you. it's such a, like... Um, it, it, I feel like maybe Sancho might be the only one, uh, who can uh, understand this reference, but Yogi Berra mm -hmm. has these things called Yogiisms, And mm. to me, like, these are all becoming Rockyisms, where, um, these are all just kind of silly things that Rocky decides to say and throw in there. I'm like, these are like, I don't see that as a character change. Cause I feel like we had a lot of those moments Enough of those moments, I'd say, in part one to be like, that's just Rocky being Rocky. These moments where he does have something witty or silly to say, to me, those are just, it works for me. And I, um, well, so right there, the condominium too. line is a Rockyism for me. <laughs> Definitely a line, though, that if you were, there's a lot of moments in this, and I'm like, we could have left some of these in the cutting room floor. Because they, I mean, that's the entirety yeah. of Rocky One as well. Like, there's no difference well, between the script of Rocky One and Rocky Two. It's just them. It's just Stallone being Stallone, but with like slight bit of character, man. Yeah, but I think there's 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 some of this that just feels like a lot of that felt like you were living with the character and getting to know him and getting to know Philadelphia and getting to know where his emotional state was, and like a lot of it was was not done intentionally, but helped really kind of let you know Rocky. You know, at his heart is a really good guy. And in this one, it's more of that, but we don't need it. What we want is we want to see Rocky go into that, have that conflict with Adrian and with himself of, like, really wanting to fight again, really wanting to be around it. And we get that. But there's just a lot of this stuff where I'm like, it's a cute scene, but I think it's a lot of it feels like it's a first draft, if that makes sense. A lot of it feels like, oh, that'd be a funny scene. And then you see it in context, you're like, it's kind of cheesy. It kind of, it kind of feels like almost a parody of Rocky. Um, sometimes not this condominium line. This is genius and it doesn't get any better than this, but just some of the other ones. I'm like, we could have taken some of these out to move the story along a little faster. Andy, um, a, a correction. Cause I have, uh, I see Madeline Stanley in the YouTube live chat right now. And she's here because she's a patron and she's the best of us. Hey, yeah, um, all right. She said, why do Tim and not know? Why do Tim and Nick not know about Yogi bear? Yeah. And I should have made the correction that I'm talking about Yogi Berra, the baseball player, the baseball, the baseball player. player. Yes. The former, uh, Yankee who, is no who did a lot of commercials for like Aflac back in the day post retirement where he always has these sort of silly quips and sayings and one liners that are always kind of like logic. basket but, right? <laughs> but that's what Yogi no. Bear is based off of right isn't that character based off of Yogi Berra you see, you say all this about Yogi, and I'm thinking about a Bogota, dude. That's the guy I see in my mind. Very different. Very different than Yogi. <laughs> Very different, yeah. But, like, I will yeah. not have anyone disrespecting Abe Bogota here. <laughs> so, okay, no, so, don't disrespect Abe Bogota here. So, for reference, Yogi Berra. I don't know if Yogi Bear is, is a reference. It's got to be right now, now that hey, I'm thinking boo, of it. Boo. Hey, but Yogi Berra played catcher for the Yankees, and he has these things called Yogiisms, which are, like, uh, it's like deja vu all over again. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. You can observe a lot just by watching. Like he has all these little sayings that just became yogiisms. Yeah, and a lot of these stupid it. Stallone uh, Rocky moments became like just 
Balboaisms for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's something that Rocky would say. That's just like a silly little joke in that moment. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. You know, little sayings like that. Good job, Yogi Berra. I love that. Uh, okay, uh, we go back, and uh, he. I love that he carries her all the way home because you're, of course, supposed to carry your bride uh, across the threshold, but he carries her all the way home from the church for no reason. Uh, and we see Frank Stallone again, just gorgeous hair in this time. Just yeah, really, yeah. really spent yeah. a lot on his hair and makeup. Still singing about real, the trash real can quick. Fire. Sancho, what you had your hand raised? Oh, sorry, I, I gotta get used to that system. Uh, my wife, we're watching this together, and she goes, "You didn't carry me that all the way." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Wait a minute!" I'm like, "Wait a minute!" I'm not the Italian stallion here. I'm not gonna be able to carry you all the way that far. I was like, "I carried you across the threshold into our a, a hotel room when we got married." I didn't care. I'm sorry, I didn't carry you all the way across the street, right? You know, Andy. He carried her for and, like four and, miles, bro. His quads getting <laughs> on fire. That's what I was saying. Yeah, the in, if inside of Nick uh, or Tim's stats section, yeah, the yeah. sex yeah, he carried her for approximately 14 miles. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Really tough um rocky carries her home uh and they go in and it's uh and he then he tells her she's the best thing that's ever come into his crazy life it was very very sweet uh and then uh the next day he goes and he buys a brand new firebird and everyone myself included and my italian mother's like what are you doing you should be investing that money in a house uh and she's and he's like you like to have a good time then they go buy rolexes he's like then you need a good watch if you like to have a good time. And that's my Yeah, baby. Oh, that's, that's a Rockyism right there. I was like, that's good. That's damn yeah. good. Uh, and he pretty much kind of spends a lot of his money. He gets the tiger jacket, which is incredible. Oh, and I'll so tell good. you what, the gold Rolex with the tiger jacket, sleeves rolled up, is just the best. It's a t- like it's tight. He looks so good collar? in his jacket. Yeah, man. Incredible. I, his upgrade of his like superhero outfit from yeah. one to two. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. honestly, it's, I mean, and this is. I think Stallone looked great in the first Rocky, don't get me wrong, but this is really an upgrade to his physique. He's way more fit and way skinnier in this. And he looks, he looks, the, the clothes are like, they, they basically look, made him look schlubby in the first one. Like the clothes didn't fit. The clothes are tailored within a half of a, like a, like a, a millimeter of his ass this time. It is so tight, those jeans, those pants that he's wearing. And you know what? When, I can't fault him for it. When he walks away from Paul after he gives away the car and like sells yeah. him the car or whatever, I'm just looking at this specimen like, God damn, like because he's wearing all black. It looks like someone did the who's that Pokemon just silhouette cut out. It looks so tight and like just form fitting. Dude, shout out to him. But I will get to it later. But Carl Weathers, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> Shit. Like he was like, oh damn, Stallone stepped it up. I gotta step, I gotta it, up, step man. it up. I gotta bury him with my physique. His shoulders look like you remember when um he's got the Bill Goldberg yeah, the trap. traps, yeah, bro. yeah, the traps, yeah. No, so do you guys remember what was the uh oh god, like the what were the 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 statues like the the toys that had like they were hyper accurate with like all the sinews and the shoulders and like it doesn't matter. He looks like an action figure. McLaren, right? The, yeah, Mc, the, yeah, the, the McFarlane ones. Oh, Todd McFarlane was like, yeah, so, you got me there, Cap. Uh, his the definition between the ball of his shoulder and his tricep and bicep is like what I used to draw before I understood that that's not physically possible for a human being to have that. It's so cool looking. He's so good, and of course we get to him right here over at the Creed household, which is a stunning house. Yes. His wife's like, why oh, can't you yeah. just be happy that you're a champ and you won? And he's reading all these letters that people sent to him, which I love because it's like the modern day internet commenter, uh, which is, of course, what made Snowman Mike uh, cut his mustache and then regrow his mustache. And he's yes. like, people think I threw this fight. I can't, I, this is, I can't deal with this. And she's like, you got to get over this. And he's like, yeah. well, but of course it, we all know he can't. 
it it didn't seem believable until the messenger said kill yourself. I was like, okay, yeah, they they're really on <laughs> they're accurate right well, now. But you think yeah. it was just too nice. You're like, this is not yeah. how people talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this... I do have a question, a quick question here. Without, I, I don't want to get too into to future spoilers on this, but mm-hmm. is Adonis is that Adonis? Is that little kid Creed? Or is it a different kid? No. Okay. You'll, okay. you'll get okay. into it later. Okay, okay. Because I got really excited. I was like, holy shit. That could be Michael B. Jordan. But no, it's a whole thing. <laughs> this, um, is, this is what I was talking about earlier about seeing more of Apollo Creed. And this is why I like Rocky II's version of Apollo Creed. Because you get to see his home life. You get to see the pressure uh, as well from his wife. And you get to see him as, like, he's juggling this whole thing about, I'm, I'm the world champ. I got to keep this persona up. No one can challenge me. I'm the best. This guy should have never went the distance against me. And then juggling with his, you know, dealing with his wife and at the same time dealing with him, you know, as a man and himself. And so that's why I like this version of Apollo that we'll get to see that this prideful Apollo and it cost him in the fight because he was like, he was already up in the numbers. They didn't have to push Rocky. Decides to go ahead and you know what I'm talking about, Andy? Hey man, you already up, dude. Let the let the zone make him come to you, brother. Yeah. You yeah, don't have to go into that. You gotta get so I think this prideful Apollo is the fully fleshed Apollo versus this the producer. I gotta put up a good uh, entertaining match in Rocky One. And and I think what really helps is that, you know, they always talk about like what's the best antagonist, right? Well, the best antagonist you could possibly write is the person who's a hero in their own story. This movie could have been written from Apollo Creed's perspective and it would have been mm-hmm. every bit as good because all of us can sympathize with being the world champions at something and then having some some pug Ooh. come in and try to take that away from us, right? Wow. And Apollo is not a not an unlikable person of this. There's a great scene later where where his trainer duke is like dude and, and, and i have it written down because it's such a good performance where he's like we don't need a guy like this in our life and he doesn't even skip a beat he's like make this happen because he's obsessed with it it's his mm-hmm. it's moby dick right it's like he can't mm-hmm. let this go he knows he'll never live this down unless he steps in that ring again and that's a very very compelling thing especially for the antagonist um of course, Absolutely. Rocky doesn't give a crap about any of this because he just found out that Adrian is pregnant. He goes, I knew you could do it. Uh, and it's so cute. He's so excited. And they're talking about what's going to happen if it's a boy or a girl. And Adrian says, if it's a boy, I'd like him to be just like his father. And Rocky says, don't you think one dumbbell in this family is enough? And you got to love him. Uh, and then we go over to Rocky doing his first commercial for Beast Aftershave. And he looks ridiculous. And he's not comfortable. And all of this goes terribly, terribly wrong because he has difficulty reading off the cue cards. And the director is the most unprofessional asshole I've ever seen in my entire life. And everyone laughs at him. And basically, they kick him out. And he ends up quitting. Um, this whole thing is it's weird to me. I, I don't I don't, I don't it. like the it scene. Feels, well, the whole thing, it, it feels like it goes on long. And it feels like we're, we stopped watching a movie. And now we're watching like a 70s sitcom. That's, for like 20 that's what i'm that's what i don't love like that's what i'm talking about when i talk about like the first draft of something like this should have been done a different way because it doesn't feel like it fits in the in in this movie it kind of takes you out of it for a little bit to a degree i wonder, i was wondering i wonder is this more of like stallone's commentary when he first became famous going into these commercial suits i think like that's what i'm saying like a lot of this when he writes a movie for Rocky, a lot of it mirrors what he went through. So I'm thinking that's why it maybe feels out of place because he probably went through this, you know, uh, this guy who spoke with a, a drawl in a weird way. He, he sounds different. He's a big Hulk. He's doing these like, hey, I'm a beast. If you want to, in the morning, I splash it on and I smell like a man. Like, I think that that is a commentary of what he went through as Sylvester Stallone approaching his newfound fame 
And I'm thinking is this maybe that you're you're correct about that, Nick, but that's why I love so much about this movie. Mm. It's that he's trying to figure it out and maybe he didn't write it correctly or maybe he needed more yeah. time. But I, I like the idea of him kind of like sorting out his own ghost through Rocky. I love that. And, I, and you're absolutely right. And I'm totally with it. I just don't love I think it's better in theory than it is in practice here. I think he right. needed to figure out a different angle for it because this feels like a comedy that was made in the 70s at this point. We're like, it's like, a, it's it feels, a pacing it thing like, for me. Be, and Rocky one had the same issue, but I think with this, it's like the, the things they choose to speed through and the, the things they choose to sit with, I think are a little odd because it's like, all right, cool. He has the money. He spent the money. He needs more money. He's trying to get the money. Like the way that they, they choose to like deal with where they, they actually show us instead of just telling us compared to like the relationship between him and Adrian, where legitimately within the last five minutes, we see him propose, get married, and yeah. impregnate her. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's fucking crazy. I'm with you. And I think this could have been handled differently, right? Like, I think it could have been handled with him going to them and be, them being like, it just nobody cares anymore. But instead, they kind of take us a longer ride. It, it's, it, it just is what it is. But, uh, of course, later that night, he practices reading. <laughs> he practices reading to Adrian. And she says, you read nice. And he says, thank you. You lie nice. And this is one of those moments. <laughs> Great. I love it. This is one of those moments where if you look, this is what I'm talking about. Because Sylvester Stallone says this, and you can tell that, it, maybe it was written in the script, who knows. But you can tell that it kind of came out, and Sly Stallone sneaks through. It's no longer Rocky. It's badass, soon-to-be action hero star Sly Stallone. Very charming, very charismatic. The, the man that my mom, quote, during Tango and Cash, where you see his buns, she said, end I quote, nice buns. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wow. We put it on the box. <laughs> that was probably the only time my mom's ever said she liked the guy, another guy's butt. Man, I'd love a top five ranking. Great oh, movie. Of, my, of Elena Scarpina's favorite buns. Yeah. buns. <laughs> see, I, I, I'll disagree with that just because I see that as another Rockyism. I see that as another. It's an ism. I'm talking more about the delivery of it. Where okay. He says he has a he's moment so smooth like with it. He's smooth he breaks it. character and he's very smooth and very charming. And that's not Rocky. Rocky is charming because he's so innocent. This moment is sliced alone. Like, bro, what's up? You know what I mean? Like get, really sliding himself out. But I love it. I loved, my, my, I loved her. I, it, the whole back and forth seemed very endearing and adorable. And I loved uh, Adrian's performance here. I thought it all felt very believable, much like a lot of the other sequences for me in part one, where it, it that could have been improv. Like it yeah. just feels, it doesn't feel like it's written off a, or read off a script. Yeah. And I, I, again, it feels real. Like the note I put is Rocky is like my friend, James Burke. It's like his direction was to just talk and just yeah. keep talking just to fill the scene. And like, it feels real. I just don't know if it feels good. Uh, the next day, Rocky it, it feels great to me. Cause again, it reminds me of LaRusso in karate kid. Right. Yeah. Where it, it's kind of just talking. We're just talking like, and that's kind of why, um, I, I guess I'd prefer that over a badly delivered line that was like read and practiced. It just feels more believable, I guess. Oh, fair enough. I mean, good. It's a, it's a, it's a very endearing line for sure. I just, uh, anyway, moving on, uh, the next day Rocky tries to get a job, but the only one he can do, he can find our manual labor jobs. Nobody wants to hire him from the office. Of course he wants to, he'd rather make a living sitting down, but they don't, it's not in the cards. So, uh, he goes over, and the only place he can get a job at is the Shamrock Meat House. And boy, does it suck. Uh, but Rocky makes the best of it, and he kicks ass. Uh, eventually, of course, they got to let Rocky go. I do want to give a shout-out to the guy that plays his boss here, because if I'm not mistaken, it's the same actor that was the uh, the over-the-top 
uh, uh, police chief in Last Action Hero. I think it's the same guy. Oh the guy my that, like, god! Breaks the windows. Yeah, That's awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name, but he's awesome. Great, movie. Um, great. Movie. Uh, Rocky heads uh, to Polly to sell his car. Kind of a sad scene. And Polly's doing well. Polly's like, Polly, Polly, you know, Glow say what up. you will. But the man has really come into his own as a collection specialist for, for Gotso. I mean, he really has kind of found his calling in life. And he's happy. And he's no longer, the, he's him. not the, much of a dick anymore. Kind of still of a dick. But yeah. he, buys, he buys Rocky's car. And then he offers He's in the right like, line of work, Nick. You know. Because, you know, he does tell Rocky to break his sister's teeth. And it's like, shitty thing oh, okay. to say, but you're in the right line of work, Polly. You know yeah. <laughs> you found your calling. Happy <laughs> Uh, he says, "Why don't you be smart and fight again?" And Rocky's like, "I don't want to do that." Adrian doesn't want that. Um, and then he gives, and then he offers Rocky a ride. He's like, "You want to ride home?" Because Rocky forgot, like, you can't. You got to. Someone's got to take you home. Rocky's like, "Nah, I'll walk." I guess. And again, oh. I I love the performance right here because you can tell Rocky's like, "Fuck, I didn't, Fuck, I didn't ride think home. about that." But yeah. he's just too prideful in that moment. Yep. You can tell he just. He doesn't want to accept the ride. He's going to act like, no, I'm just kind of walking. I was oh, on the way over. Like, he's totally inconvenienced here, but he just can't drop the pride. It's yeah. more about dealing with Adrian when he gets home. He doesn't want Adrian to know he did this. Right. I think that's a part of it, too. I mean, when you're married, you don't want to be proven wrong. And that's because Adrian told him, like, don't spend your money. And he, you know, he bought the house on a whim. He buys everything on the whim. And now he's like, He's got to, you know, a hand in hat. You got to go back to Adrian and say she was right. And, and we do see her kind of waiting for him when he gets home in a, at another part of the movie. And you kind of got to understand that, like, obviously I'm not married, but Sancho and uh, Nick, like, have you ever had those moments where you Every get time the I... late night fast food yeah. and you're like, oh, I hope she's not waiting for me. I hope she doesn't see me get out of the car with the McDonald's in my hand with the Taco Bell, you mm -hmm. know, in yeah, the car. No. It's usually she's usually asleep beforehand, but it's always the next morning where she'll wake up and be like, "For the love of God, throw it out outside. Do not put the Taco Bell remnants in the trash. Everything smells uh, like nachos. so tasty. Those burps are the best. In the, the best burps. <laughs> um, I do also want to point out that there's a moment where he goes to park the car and hits a trash can, and you think it's because he's a bad driver, but he makes he does actually make an excuse for why he's selling the car because his right eye is so messed up. He has trouble seeing like making right-hand turns and that is actually kind of like a reason why he hits that trash can which is kind of crazy to think about I, um, is that true that's i mean i, I, I get the vibe he doesn't know how to pretty good idea though i like that idea well, i like that but like that it seems like he's maybe. not just turning that he has a problem with it seems yeah. like it's that a lot of things all <laughs> shot. Not a drive a stick but whatever <laughs> it's all yeah. shot I, I, do, um, I do like the, what you guys are talking about, uh, like the Rocky being prideful and kind of not wanting to admit defeat in front of people and stuff. Because we see it a couple times in the first movie. And then in this one, we see it here. And then we see it with the newspaper coming up as well, where he's just like, ah, oh, they're, mm -hmm. they're just being kind of funny. And we get a shout out, of course, uh, in the yeah. like the newspaper making fun of me and stuff, and the, the chicken stuff. And then he goes in the bathroom, like looking at he's all pissed off about it. Like, I love that. I think it's really good characteriz yeah, characterization really good. for him. Uh, of course, we have a great scene here where he's he's training downstairs and he tells Adrian he's thinking about fighting again. And, and she's really just worried. She's like, dude, the doctor said if you fight again, you could go blind. And that's a really, that's a very big deal. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Adrian offers to get her old job back at the pet shop. And again, another one of those prideful moments. Rocky's super disappointed in himself, but he says he has to agree that that's a good that's a good course of action. Like they need the money. And so she does. Uh, then he heads over to Mick's gym with butt kiss and his racket uh, racquetball. Uh, Mickey tries to talk him out of fighting, and this is this this is great scene where it's it's a role it's a reversal of uh, where we were in the first movie, right? He's coming mm -hmm. to 
and he even says so. He's like, you owe me a favor. Like, I'm coming to get that favor repaid. I need you to train me. I need you to fight again. And he's like, he's like, listen, man, every pug thinks he has one good eye left. Forget it. And then Rocky uh, and Rocky's like, come on, you got to do it. He's like, forget it. You got heart, but you ain't got the tools anymore. And then to prove it, he slaps him. And he's like, you didn't even see that coming. That was from an old broken down pug like me. What do you think the champ will do to you? Ooh, I love the way this is shot. I it's love so good. I love the darkness of all of it. I love like these close-ups on Mickey's face, just kind of he's just like in your face showing like Rocky, don't do this. You can't do this, man. Um, I love this whole sequence. And you mentioning broken down little pug. I think we need to add the broken down piece of meat, the wrestler Mickey Rourke to Rocky in review. I'm nominating it right now. Great movie. Okay. If look, if we did Balls of Fury in Mortal Kombat. Again, I, that was not my choice. I just went with it, like all good choices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, of course, Rocky. Rocky has a great line here, too. Where he, I mean, and you really feel for him here. Because he's like, Mick, I just got to be around it. I can't, I can't not be around it. And so he's like, can I at least come back to the gym? And, and, and Mick's like, you want those guys idolize you. You want them to see you, like, emptying out spit buckets. And he's like, I don't care. I just want to be around it. So he gives him his job back. Uh, Apollo, of course, still wants a rematch. But his trainer, this is this gr- another great series back to back where Duke tells him the truth. He's like, Rocky got lucky and he's done, but he's done. He's like, you think I beat him the last time? He's like, you think I beat him the last time? Do you? And Bill can't answer. He's like, man, uh, I won, but I didn't beat him is what he says. Dude, I love the back and forth that you beat that man like you've never beat a man in your life. And that man kept coming at you. We don't need that kind of man in our lives. Yeah. I was like, so good. oh, damn. That character, all of a sudden, what's his name? Duke? Duke. I yep. think. Oh, that's, I was his, like, that's his nickname. You are my guy. Like that was awesome. And I, I just I love I love the fleshing out the the Creed side of things because I, I think Creed is such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's not only that, it's just it's not only all the other stuff Duke said. I just love that silent moment of do you think I won that fight? And him yeah. going, honest? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. And him being like, Yes, be honest. Like, all right. And then he sort of says his piece, but I love, yeah, I'm right with you, Tim. I think this character is so important and adds so much more to Creed as an antagonist here. Go ahead, Sancho. I was going to say, like, this whole dynamic reminds me as, as well of a real uh, fight between Tyson Fury and Wilder. I mean, those guys had so many great bouts as well. Wilder, fantastic fighter, crazy throwing haymakers, and he could hit hard as, like, a truck. But Tyson Fury has this, the Gypsy King has this amazing chin and this guy, literally out like a light, gets back up and beats Wilder. Like, if you want to see something that's just like Rocky, watch those fights. And Fury just has Wilder's number, and that's what you're gonna and you, we're gonna see here with Apollo Creed and Rocky. This is some guys you just can't beat. You, I mean, and, and I think that's what so makes Creed such a a great hero. At the same time, is because he wants you know he's not a bad guy. He's just he wants to win. He's a competitor. And for him to go up against Rocky again, I mean, it just shows you that he's not afraid of Rocky and he knows he could beat him again. Tim, watch those interviews on YouTube. You'll get chills because they they are interviewing both the fighters and other people in the camps and other observers and people in the community. And they're like, uh, Wilder's like, I've never hit anybody that hard in my life before. And I every everybody saw him hit the ground or like he's done. And the man's eyes open up like the Undertaker, dude. dude. And it's like, how? Are you up right now? (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. Who who is Tyler, the creator? Uh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, the creator. 
awesome. That was a good mm-hmm. one, Tim. You guys, you, Tim's giving you gold over here, and you guys are just dropping <laughs> it. Uh, I'm Tony, with it, of course, says, Tony, of course, says, I know what you're feeling, but let it go. And Apollo immediately does not. He orders his PR man to launch a full-scale assault on Rocky, uh, even, uh, even if it means he's setting himself up as the bad guy. And he says, whatever gets him in the ring. So he's like, can do. send him memes. All yeah. the memes we have. Yeah. <laughs> you shit pumps, baby. <laughs> now, now, here's what I'm going to say, guys. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Apollo, you're a great fighter. And you're, you're great with the media. But you got to hire us if you want us to, to really get those good call-outs. Because the best they could come up with was Apollo Creed versus the Stallion Chicken. <laughs> I would have gone with the Italian chicken personally because that makes a lot more sense. The Italian stallion, the Italian chicken, but nobody asked me because I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> uh, Rocky em- empties spit buckets while other boxers pretty much demean him. And then oh, Gato comes disgusting. to the gym after hours to, uh, to offer Rocky his old job back, but Rocky, Rocky politely turns him down. Is and the implication that that bucket is full of just spit? It's water. They don't. They don't drink the water. They'll, 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 they'll oh, take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll okay. throw it at them. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah what I, I understand they need to do this because we need to prove that Ricky, that Mickey was right in saying, "Look, dude, it's gonna look demeaning. These kids look up to you, and now you're gonna be cleaning shit. Like, uh, you're losing all the respect." I understand. We need to show what the tell was. We need to show you. That yes, it's he's gonna get disrespected, but I just find this sequence pretty unbelievable. Of like, it's fine him getting the the spit bucket, but then the guy bumps and in, bumps into him like, what? You don't have anything more manly to say than whoops? Like, come on, that would never happen, dude. Ooh, this whoops. guy was just on national TV and went 15 rounds with the world heavyweight. Like, you would never suddenly be like, oh, he's carrying spit buckets. Now I disrespect this man. I don't believe this sequence. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm, I'm telling you what, Andy, the second Greg loses a step, the second <laughs> he loses a step, we're going to pounce on him. Once I beat um, him in this race, you'll see. Oh, man, it's, he's never going to hit Andy. Uh, he stops by the pet shop to talk to, to to walk Adrian home and tells her a really bad joke. Then a bunch of bums from the neighborhood give him shit for sweeping up. Uh, later that night, Rocky watches a news report about Apollo talking mad shit. Uh, Rocky tells Adrian he's supposed to be, uh, he's like, uh, oh, I don't know what I wrote here, but he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be a fighter, not a, <laughs> I wrote fifther, uh, a fighter. He says, I think I'm becoming a nobody again. He wants to provide for Adrian and give her a good life, but she doesn't want him to fight. They can find another way. Please don't ask me to stop being a man is what he says to her. Uh, Mickey bangs on his door and interrupts the conversation. And he goes, I think because he's watched the interviews well and has basically changed his mind. He's like, I think we got to block, uh, knock this guy's block off. Uh, love of course, it. Adrian, Fucking Adrian love watches it. from the stairs. And when Rocky sees her, all he can say is, I'm sorry. The rematch is set. It's so hyped, though. Like, it's just so hyped to me that Mickey saw the interview, is pissed off. And, the like, we have this meaningful back and forth between Rocky and Adrian. And she's very just reluctant and not happy about any of this. And Rocky knows it's breaking her heart. And the door opens, like, we got to fuck this guy up. (laughs) And it's just really hype right there because you know the, you know, the fight's about to begin. Oh, yeah. Uh, the fight will be held in the Philadelphia Spectrum. Apollo is awesome at talking shit. Uh, once again, announces that he'll drop Rocky in two rounds. And then Rocky just fights back the only way he knows how, by being just incredibly sincere and innocent, and it's so adorable. Uh, but Apollo's pissed. And I love this, because Carl Weathers does a great job. Everyone's laughing, everyone's this, and he's like, everyone needs to fucking understand that come November, you're mine. Uh, and then they spend the, uh, making him watch the tape of the first fight. 
And Nick comes up with a strategy. He's like, you got to change it up everything. You got to learn how to be a right-handed fighter. Could have sworn at one point he switched during the fight, but I guess he never did. So this whole setup is kind of stupid. But first, you got to be, you got to get speed, demon speed. First order of business, Tim, how do you get oh. demon speed? That's right. You got to chase the chicken. <laughs> got to chase the chicken. I got to say, when they set this up, I was like, this sucks. But mm. oh, man, this payoff was fan-fucking-tastic. I agree. says, I feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot. That's the best line right there. Yeah. <laughs> best line. Best delivery. I feel like Kentucky Fried Idiot. <laughs> and, he, and he has that tear in his shirt. And I always wanted one. I swear like that. You can just put your hand like that and just sit there. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love I, it. <laughs> I love the payoff. I love the the I love the setup for all the, you know, fight right-handed. We're going to throw him off guard. Just, you know, didn't expect the switch up to happen when they're both almost dead. <laughs> like I yeah. really does he switch totally. up? Yeah, at the very, very no, end. He says he doesn't. He says I don't, I don't want to. He, he says, says I don't want to no do trick. that. I don't want to cheat. He no, but no at trick. The very end he does though. Yeah, at the like, like the final couple hits. He says I don't want to do any tricks. And then Mickey is there in the corner like now and then mm. we see it happen. Like and that's where the final kind of like hits oh, on Apollo happen. Maybe the com- I think mean, the commentators call it out too. Yeah, they they should have they should have done it. And that's what I and that's yeah. why I don't like yeah. that moment, Sancho, mm-hmm. because I don't love the fact that he laid the groundwork to show that the audience would be in doubt. I didn't like him yeah. being like, no, no tricks. None of I wish it was just like, right here, we fucking do it, Rock. And he'd be like, yeah, let's fucking do it. I needed that instead of like, right. no tricks, yeah. no tricks. Yeah, because yeah, you don't no, want to I, I, I totally agree. I don't like the <laughs> Southpaw switch up thing. I don't think they, they landed it strong enough. What I like is the whole buildup of the speed, the necessity of speed oh, and like the, the demon speed and all that. Like they build it up right with the chicken and then they cut from this to creed doing his training montage and oh. there's so much to break down here we're gonna do Dude. a rank those abs in a second but Holy shit. I, I just love the fact that creed is fucking so so fast that like i'm watching this i'm like this must be sped up footage he's dodging like i have never seen a human being move it was one of the most incredible things i've ever seen and the fact that he is training with an audio recording of people chanting his name i'm like yeah. this is fucking Awesome, awesome man <laughs> not only that but he is murking sparring partners yeah just putting people down and i quote get me another one yeah but he's not doing it in like a it, he's just determined it is awesome to watch mm-hmm. uh, and i i was gonna say what one of the things that i like about rocky movies is the the antagonist or the other boxer is an athlete like carl weathers is a former nfl player and he's just an athlete and Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. Is that this is after Predator, right, or right before, or during Predator? Uh, it's no, like this is this is way before Predator. Way before Predator. Okay, yeah, that's right. Predator was '87, I want to say. Wow, it feels like all blur. Anyway, so like Carl Weathers, a natural athlete, and you see that, and I think that's what works him is that it sells the movie. Like both Stallone, Carl Weathers, and the future of the boxers, except near the end. Like I really feel like they really sell the movie and I like that so much more cuz then you create doubt like that what's what you talked about Tim is Stallone going to win? I don't know cuz Apollo Creed's out here destroying dudes and just having his name chanted throughout the entire uh, boxing That's sparring. That's so cool. That's so freaking cool too. I heard that I was like Tim's going to love that. Really <laughs> love oh, that I loved it. Um of course Mickey and the, uh, the next day we see Adrian moving a heavy bucket of feed in the pet store and she gets a shooting pain in her stomach. Uh, Mickey over the gym is just pissed off at Rocky because he's just not training hard enough, of course, because he's torn because he knows that the love of his life doesn't want him to be doing this and it's killing his spirit. It's killing his, his, his killer instinct. Uh, and he said, I liked you better when you were carrying spit, which is like a shitty thing to say to someone, but of course he's trying to motivate him. Yeah. 
Polly, Polly hears this, watches this, heads over to Adrian uh, to talk to talk her out of messing with Rocky's head. And she says he's gonna. He says he's gonna get hurt because of you. And she says it's not all right. If he goes blind, you walk away. I can't. I love him. And then of course the pain in her side gets worse, and she collapses. Great. Oh scene, God, dude. no, Great it's not. Scene. I hate this, dude. This is some fucking Star Wars Episode Three bullshit. I don't like it at all. Man. What? <laughs> yeah. This is like oh the oh the stress what? that caused me to to no 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 no. Alec, Tim, you've never worked in a pet store before. Heart. It's very stressful. Very stressful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mickey calls him a bum and tells him not to come back and then the scene is interrupted with the news that Adrian is in the hospital later that night Rocky heads over there uh, and Rocky and Polly get news that the baby is fine but Adrian has uh, slipped into a coma uh, Rocky cries over her bed he tells her not to worry about anything he's going to be there when she wakes up Polly wants him uh, to come see his son but he says no I'm not going to see my son we're going to see him together for the first time uh, Rocky heads to the chapel to pray. Mick finds him there and tries to consult him. He tells me he's got a second shot at the biggest title in the world, and he's but he's going to be swapping punches with the most dangerous fighter in the world. All this happens pretty soon, and he says, you ain't ready. He says, why don't you stand up and fight this guy hard? Don't lay down in front of him like this, like some kind of uh, mongrel or something. This guy doesn't just want to win. He wants to bury you. He thinks you're a bum. I think you're a hell of a lot more than that, kid. And then, of course, Rocky, he just can't deal with this. So he says, you know what? If you're going to blow this thing, then damn it. I'm going to blow it with you. I'm going to stay here and pray with you. That's really nice. Some good uh, moments. Sancho. Uh, I was going to say, like, man, Adrian being in a coma, if you were in a coma back in the day, you had no help, dude. She's just lying in bed. Like, you're just going to wait. We're going to wait for her to wake up. No oxygen, nothing. This is, we're going to wait for her to, to, hey, maybe Stallone's reading about, I don't know, some cowboy bandits going up a thing will get her back up to going <laughs> it's cute though right because is he reading the same book he was reading the first the act? same book yeah i like that like he hasn't finished it yet it's nice right and he writes her a poem which that's terrible but it's so endearing and all these things are going it on didn't have little... to write but it did and it's so cute and then of course he falls asleep holding her hand and then suddenly her hand squeezes back and she is woken up and he says, I knew you were going to come back. And then he, to himself, he whispers, thank God. Dude, uh, I, this scene, though, like, it's so funny because I, I legitimately hate from the pet shop through to the her being in a fucking coma, him not wanting to see the kid. Like, all that stuff, know, I'm just bro. like, this is this is so stupid. But the moment that her hand moves a little bit yeah. and we get the Rocky theme starting to play, mm -hmm. but it's like the piano version. And it starts rising as oh, if it's her oh, theme oh, now. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, let's go. Cinema. <laughs> And then uh, to me, know, this is cinema. Oh man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and this is the moment of the movie that I was looking forward to most. You guys seeing because I know Sancho and I have been we've been through it already. And it's always one of those. This is one of those things that literally, if I'm on the way to the jam, Andy, I pull up the YouTube video of this. I don't even just listen to the song. I pull up the YouTube video, and it makes me walk just a little faster toward the Starbucks. Um, um, <laughs> I I, I want to say uh, you mentioning like you playing stuff to get you hype or whatever. I'm not sure what movie it happens in, what Rocky movie it happens in, but the moment of like, that's what winning's done, or like, I don't know the exact sort of speech that Rocky does, mm -hmm. but uh, mm. one of my favorite band, Coheed and Cambria, would come out to that speech happening. Like, oh, that's awesome. They'd okay. be playing the audio with kind of music swelling up, to, and they would like come out with their with their intro song, the first song of the concert. It was awesome. so fucking hyped, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next day, of course, everyone is celebrating, and they bring the baby in, and they both get to see the kid for the first time. And man, this kid, what a head of hair. What a dude. head of hair on this kid. So I see this kid. I see this kid, and I, I jokingly to Gia, I'm like, I bet you that's his fucking kid. It's his goddamn turtles. It's his goddamn dog. <laughs> I look it up. It's his kid. It's his actual yeah. fucking kid. Oh, I swear wow. to God. You're so right, Sancho. Rocky or Sylvester Sloan is just like, hey, I lived a life. 
what if I was a boxer <laughs> instead exactly. of an actor? I'm exactly. just going to write it. Like, I can't wait to see what he adds in three and four. Where he's like, this happened to me in real life. Here it is in this movie. Well, we'll see. I can imagine him see. talking to his his wife or partner in that moment and being like, no, no, no. But tonight we got to have the kid because like <laughs> we'll start filming and the kid needs to be ready. <laughs> like, right. We start filming in six months. So we got to yeah. speed this up. We got to make this work. Uh, Polly tries to pull a Nick and tries to get the kid named after him. Spoilers <laughs> if you name a kid after me. That'll be cool. Uh, and then Rocky pulls Adrian aside and takes the opportunity. And says, listen, if you don't want me mixing up with Creed no more, we'll make uh, we'll make out some other way. And Adrian pulls him close. And she says, there's one thing I need you to do for me. And he goes, what's that? She goes, he goes, she goes come here. Win. And he's, he's like, what? She goes, win. And then Mick just fucking goes, what are we waiting for? And I'll tell you what, guys. We don't talk about the music enough in this. Whew. She goes, there's one thing I need you to do for me. Come here. Win. And you hear the fucking bells ring. Oh. Bang, dun, dun, yeah. bang, dun, dun. And then Mick goes, what are we waiting for? And I'll tell you what, guys. Andy hit the full Monty song. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Monty, Monty, here's the full Monty. There it is. I'm gonna say one thing right now to you guys. Like, I love Rocky One, I do, but I'm gonna, I might put this movie above Rocky One because this is the best montage ever. This yes. is the montage I think of when I think yes. of Rocky. Now, there's the moment in this where the song's building, 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 and he's doing frog squats with a fucking tree trunk on his back, and it falls down. And as the movie crescendos back up, he lifts the thing up throws it back on his shoulders and that's the moment he starts to win and then we cut over to the gym not only is he doing the one-handed push-ups he's doing a one-handed pull-up oh. yep and then his training partner is just fucking hammering his abs as he is doing uh sit-ups just whack 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 and tim that's what yeah. i want you to do to get andy hyped when i'll do that i'll studio. do that that, that training partner was real life champion roberto duran no oh. shit oh wow yeah. wow i did not know that that's incredible I he looked really scrawny. He looked really, I guess he was like a featherweight or something. He just looked uh, like a smaller dude. I don't know. Wow. I, this montage was incredible. It, it's it's so, so fucking incredible. Like every single moment, every music sting, every shot that they use, like the ending with the chicken, the excitement mm -hmm. that Mickey has. Like, I think that, again, Mickey really showed up for this movie and like I freaking loved it, but I love that it ends. And I was like, oh, wow. They did, I thought for sure in the sequel they were going to do the, the steps. I can't run. believe they did it. And then they play the actual Rocky mm -hmm. theme. And they're like, you thought the montage was over. Tim, you're a stupid motherfucker. We have so much more to go. The kids running is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I can't just believe they just kept adding <laughs> like more and more. And the, but the fact that this was like the same run that we saw from the first movie. But now so many more people are like believing for him, believing yeah. him. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this is so fucking inspiring. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I you got to understand that. None of these people know anything of what he's been through in the past couple of weeks. What these people know is that he was a nobody that went 15 rounds and beat the fuck out of Apollo Creed. And yeah. now it's like, he's, here is our chance. Like, yeah, we, we lost the last Super Bowl, but this is our year right now. Like, oh, this moment is just so sick. It's, oh. I got to say, I agree. Okay, we got to rank it for the full Monty, the podcast within podcast. I would say Rocky 2 is at number one. Amen. With a bullet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for reminding me we were still in the podcast in the podcast. Andy, within a bullet. In podcast within a podcast. We can go back to the plot. Go 800 ahead. local school children were used as extras for the scene. 
800. What were the union rules there? <laughs> it was fucking 70s, dude. <laughs> dude. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and I love that it's it's the exact, you know, it's the same route that he took. And then he gets up the steps and all the kids are with him and everyone's celebrating with him. And it's great. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you know, I'll just remember the twos in there. Uh, fight night. Adrian can't attend the fight due to her condition. Polly agrees to stay back and hang out with her. Meanwhile, Duke takes Apollo up. I talks Apollo up like I want Tim to talk me up before I host anything. Man, this I gotta look this actor's name up. Woman loves it, while, while you look that up, so Nick. So good. Everybody loves you. I wanted Anthony a little Burton little trivia. Little trivia. Sorry, say that again. His name is Anthony uh, Mabrone Burton. He's a badass. I want to give a little uh, trivia here. Originally, Adrian was supposed to be at the big fight. However, Talia Shire was working on another movie at the time, so the storyline was changed to have her stay at home and watch the fight on TV. The scenes of her watching the boxing match on TV were shot and then edited into the movie several months after filming, once the fight scenes had finished. And I don't think anything has ever been more clear in the entire world. (laughs) Because the amount of times they just shoot back to her like, yeah, go. And you're like, okay. Pretty bad, but Tony Burton here is awesome, and he's talking him up, and Creed's just throwing speed in the locker room. Meanwhile, Rocky's over in his locker room just sitting at the sink praying, praying to God. Um, well, Rocky actually, you know, he's not even there yet. He's like, he does the tour. Oh, that that's right. About. I forget. He's, he, he's like, he's not even it. there. He's like, there's crowds outside. He Because it's only 10 minutes away. So he's like, why would I show up at call time? Let me just show up when, this, when the whole thing's about to run. And he then operates he does, like we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, I'll just show up. But I actually like the building the foundations of, like uh, Tim mentioned, more religion. I like that he goes to the church because it's it's important to him. And then they show him a lot more, like you mentioned, praying in the bathroom. Like, it just shows you the just the position between Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa leaning more on faith, Apollo Creed leaning on himself. But I, I like that it builds the like we get every movie we used to build a little bit more of the world of Rocky Balboa, and he's part of this neighborhood. Knows Father Carmine. People love him. They know where he lives. He has no problem with fame. He embraces the people, and then he goes and represents the people in this fight. I also love that Father Carmine does not speak English. He no, just speaks Italian. Italian, Italian. Yeah. Great, dude. That's so oh, ridiculous. It reminds me of like a, a Star Wars conversation. Yeah. Like one mm-hmm. character speaking their language, the other character speaking the other, but they understand each other. Yeah. Um, I do. I did. We did skip over that part, though. I did. I did write it in here to mention it that when he leaves his house, the entire town is just there yeah. cheering for him. Awesome. Hype as okay. shit. Uh, Mickey comes into the locker room and tells him it's time. He says, hey kid, hey, kid, it's time. And on the way out, they once again have this totally just innocent talk about Rocky's robe, which admittedly fits better this time. Oh, I love I, dude, and here's the thing, man. All of this is so great. I love these conversations. I love the editing back and forth between the locker rooms. Like, I think this is so much better done than the last movie. Like, this is just, this is what I thought Rocky was. And then they come out and their intros are the lamest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's like, y'all, especially Creed, you're the champion. When no. when Rocky came out and didn't have an intro, I was like, I, th- no. I thought, I thought, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to up the champion. Maybe next time we'll get a Rocky intro, but for Creed to just walk out, I'm like, man, Creed ain't about that, man. He's focused on the fight. I love that. Uh, We, we, we get introduced to two announcers for whatever reason. One of them just talks a lot of shit about Italians. And the guy's like, Oh, you said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. Why? um, and then Rocky sees, Rocky sees Apollo and goes, oh, that's Apollo. And Nick goes, who'd you expect? He goes, well, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't show. <laughs> I love it. Right. I love it. The ref gives Another Rockyism right there. Balboism, man. Uh, the ref gives him instructions, and Creed once again tells Rocky, you're going down. And then Rocky says, I think he's still mad at me. 
Mickey tells him, get through the first round of these hours, show him who you are, and the bell rings. And then Rocky eats about 1,000 shots to the face. Now, kids, if you're going to be a boxer, do me a favor. At least put your hands up once. Just parry or block one of these blows because Rocky walks straight in with his face and is just eating all these. I, I uh, need I some of the commentary to be like, imagine how good he'd be if he tried blocking. Like It's insane. It, it feels like he's a video game character that like gets powered up by taking hits and then can unleash the special. You know what I mean? It's like he's mm. playing that. Like that's his, the meta that he's going for. He's like but Black like, Panther with the suit. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the kinetic energy. But it's like, no, Rocky, you're just taking hits to the dome, man. Yeah, you don't need to be taking those. Uh, of course, he's like, that guy's crazy. And Mickey says, he's only a man. You can beat him because you're a tank. You're a 200-pound green. Greasy fast tank, go right through him, and then Rocky takes I'm him. I'm a tank. I'm a tank. <laughs> but, but Creed knocks him down once again. Rocky's been knocked down twice now. Back when he gets back to his feet and back to the corner, and, and Creed says, uh, and Mickey says, go to the body. When Creed tries to circle, Rocky literally throws him back into the corner, and then bang, uh, just starts banging on him. The bell rings, the round is over, and the World War Three starts. And he Sancho, says to Creed, I ain't going real- down no more. <laughs> Yeah, he has a little bit of a, a Tebow moment, Sancho. When, when Tebow played a Ford, he's like, I'm not going down again. Like, no. uh, he tells his ring, like, I went down twice, I know, but it's not going to happen again. And mm-hmm. it doesn't happen again. It's really awesome. Somewhere Tim Tebow's ears are burning. Yeah. You're talking about. No, I, I, this is what I like about the fight the most is like, I know people are like, it gets very, very Hollywood here. Like, there's slow motion more. There's more. It's like Stallone's like, I got all this money. Let's go ahead and utilize these. I don't know, high-speed cameras, whatever they were using at the time. And then this gets more into the drama of it. What I like about it is that you you can see where the money is spent as well with the extras. We talked about the 800 kids, the people outside of his house. Like, all that just adds more to this world that Rocky's in. And I like the cuts to the audience. And I like the cuts to more of the the people at the ring. Like, you could just tell if you go watch Rocky 1. It's very bare bones because they didn't have much. They couldn't do much. But now with the money, you see that they could do a little bit more. Maybe they went a little bit too far ahead, but I actually don't mind it. And I like the music here. I think it's Conquest. I think it's it's really good. I, I don't mind the I don't mind the Hollywoodness of it. Like I yeah. I kind of appreciate the slow mo bits, adding a different uh, change of pace to it. It's more just the unbelievability of of like you you don't look like a pro boxer looks like when i watched the and i understand that stallone's big issue with the choreography in part one that was like this isn't entertaining but we can find a bit of a happy medium as opposed to like i'm gonna get jabbed eight times in a row and just like do 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 like it gets so comical (laughs) like to a point it's just kind of like distracting you know Uh, uh a fact for you here after the bell rings signaling the end of the second round sylvester stallone and call weathers are seen pushing shoving taunting and ultimately being pulled apart by their respective cornermen they continue to taunt each other before returning to their corners stallone revealed later that they were actually angry with each other and were not acting at that point several blows that were supposed to miss him landed and were careful and the carefully choreographed fight, which they spent months meticulously planning out, went off track during the scene. But he liked the reaction the scene produced. He decided to leave their momentary breaking of character in, and the viewing audience never realized the two actors were in reality quite livid with each other. Oh, wow. And I mean, yo, it's pretty clear because there is that moment where they just keep hitting each other and it's just like, whoa, what the fuck's happening? I mean, it happens, man. That's why Andy and I don't mix it up anymore. We get mm-hmm. too hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. I, 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 over. I also wanted to, to point out a couple of the slow mo moments that. 
Like, I, I know we're going after his ribs and stuff, but like you're hitting his shoulder four or five times. It's like, just get, get more in the ribs. Get like we, <laughs> Because it's slow-mo, I can see it even more now. And you're just hitting on top of the arm. Like It doesn't look very good. But did good. you like the music where it goes like, wow, it's like, it has that strings. It's like, Wee. yeah, it's like a yeah. horror. It's like a scanners yeah. or some sort of like yeah. horror music. Yeah, I love it, dude. It is. Uh, We'll skip ahead here a little bit, but Rocky finally pulls one out in round 10. Uh, Rocky catches his second win, but Creed fires back around 11. Rocky takes a hard shot to the left eye. He tries to protect it, but Creed punishes him and wins the round 13. Rocky throws wild haymakers and gets punched, punished for it. The round goes back to Creed. Round 14, they pretty much beat the hell out of each other. The music here is epic. Uh, this, yep. I mean, this sounds like they're storming the fucking castle for the final mm -hmm. the final uh, battle uh and then final round dude tells apollo to stick in movies like listen dude <laughs> you, you never listen to me you are up in points just don't engage with him just dance around the ring stick and move do not mess with him and creed's like no dude i gotta put him down i am putting him down and duke's like are you insane? This man has not gone down. Just punch him a couple times and win this damn bout. And he's like, no, he knows because he knows in his heart's not. That's not the way the fans want to see it. So he goes full tilt after Rocky. Um, Mickey tells him, tells Rocky, he's like, it's time to switch uh, to Southpaw. And Rocky's like, I don't want to do that. Yada, yada, yada. But I guess they end up doing it anyway. And then uh, Creed screams over to Rocky and says, you're going down. And Rocky goes, no way. And Apollo goes <laughs> hard for the knockout. Rocky fires back and they both pretty much beat each other to pulp until finally Rocky throws everything he has, switches, and, and throws a massive left hook by, via Southpaw. And both he before, and the champ lose their balance. What's that? Before any of this happens, though, Nick. Mm-hmm. Were they born, <laughs> born in labs? Now it's time to rewrite the labs. I want to join. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Frank Jones Abs. My name is Nice Carpino. I'll be your host today. Uh, so quiet. Baby Blue. Oh, this is NPR. Uh, West, and uh, joining us for the first time ever is the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. We'd like to talk about ranking those abs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, not known for his abs, and they don't. I don't think he has much abs to talk about here. Carl Weathers, on the other hand, again, looks like a man who's what's been... The, what's the weather report? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Fucking... The Carl Weathers report. Dude, this, I like The it. sun is shining. Let's just put it that way, bro. It's time to get out. Uh, thighs out, skies out. Uh, they are rigid. It looks like... Somebody just put a little bevel and emboss tool on him. <laughs> like man. That, that just... shit is so sharp and defined, man. It's unbelievable, and it's it, it really does, like, they talk about how, making, like, saying someone's chiseled out of marble. It looks like somebody, like, sculpted him. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. He's so fit in this movie. I'm mm -hmm. so jealous. But good mm -hmm. for you, Carl Weathers. Mm -hmm. and, and absolutely kept that for an entire decade, because he looks every bit as jacked in Predator in 1997. And in yeah. Western Development. Was he jacked in that? Probably. No. Probably. I was like, oh, I'm taking his shirt off, but okay. <laughs> Um, of course, we get to the epic climax, and Rocky throws that that punishing left, and they both fall down. Rocky because he loses his balance, and uh, Creed because he gets popped in the face. Uh, the, and the ref starts counting it out, and this is where that music really hits. It was a horror music. Uh, if Creed, of course, can get to his feet before the ten counts over, he wins. If Rocky does and Creed doesn't, then Rocky becomes the new heavyweight champion of the world. And as we get to ten, Creed grabs that top rope, and he just can't hold on, and he falls. I love it. Down, I, I love gets to his feet that we didn't get a knockout. 
it, it just feels so good. I love that these two have this back and forth that at least for these two movies, it's like there's not a definitive I'm better than you thing. It's like they both have their strengths. It's really cool. And we man. just need at that point, it's like when they are both standing up before they both fall down. I, Rocky, like you just got to pretend to stumble into him and Creed's going to go down. Like, yeah, just, just push him a little bit. Yeah, give him a little push. Is, exactly. He's so out of it. He, they're both so dizzy. Just a little shove and that guy is going to stay down. Very true. I, this is where where I hope one day I get this opportunity because the commentary here is great. I mean, I'm not gonna say you know casters do their job, but these casters actually do their job at the very end because they're like the world champion is down, he can't get up. And one day, hopefully, there's a movie that needs a Fortnite commentator at the very very end. There, mm. There's gonna be a winning like an underdog who can't build worth a damn. All of a sudden, <laughs> it's gonna be my me. voice calls over. Perfect, perfect. Andy Cortez is been it. terrible at this his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me in, Hollywood, and we'll make sure that moment works. Uh, of course, Rocky is the new world champion. He shocks the world. Uh, he thanks Apollo for fighting him and Mickey for training him. He thanks God and tells the world, aside from his kid being born, this is the greatest night of my life. And then he says, quote, I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian. I did it. Yes, dude. I teared up. I, I it was Man, it was not, a tear up out of hype. He's but I tearing was like, up, Tim. dude. It and when it cuts to her, this yeah. whole like they it's the like music that. playing here, where it's the Rocky theme, but in like freaking like quadruple time, like the, yeah. Yeah. It's the disco version. Dude, I was like, this is so cool, man. Yeah, it is such a it. disco version of it. Um, <laughs> one thing I would have liked though, if I could like you know magic wand, I I change one thing about this sequence. I would have loved a bit more of a reluctant and hesitant Carl Weathers in this sequence. Because um, they do the kind of karate kid thing where, hey man, congratulations. I, I need more of like a, I'm fucking You're pissed right, off Lisa. Carl Weathers and Rocky to have a back and forth with him like, come on, man, we fucking did it again. Like, And him to be like, yeah, you got me. Like, I, I need a bit more reluctance there because it's just kind of that immediate... Let's meet in the middle. Hey, good shit, man. You fucking won. Congratulations. Hey, you want like it's a Conor kind of McGregor type moment? You want a Conor McGregor to come out of Apollo Creed? I, I just need him to be like kind of mad and be like, ah, fuck it. You won. My, you know, <laughs> God damn it. You got me. I like it how they had it, Andy, because the of the one scene in the hospital earlier where Rocky came to talk to him. It was like. Like, did you give me your best? And he was like, yeah. Like, I feel like this, like, it, that was Creed being real. Like, he was not just beat down. Yeah. It was like, he was like, you know what? I got to just fucking give it to you here. Like, I can't even put on my show of being right, yeah. right now. And and but, I love that. And there's almost like, that. there's almost, I mean, yeah, Andy's not wrong. But but I do, and I'm probably reading more into this than, than there was there. But I like the performance here just because I like that he's like, he's calm for the first time in this movie. Because he he gave it his all, and he it didn't it wasn't the result he wanted, but he got the answer he wanted, which is kind of like, can I beat this guy? Should should I have won that first fight? And the answer is no, he shouldn't have. He he lost, and he lost fair and square. And there's it's like it's like that um, I forget that line. I think it was from uh, uh, Usual Suspects, where he's like, when people when people are caught and they're guilty, they sleep well that night because they know they're guilty and they don't they don't care anymore. It's like it, it it's like he's he did it. He he needed the answer with whatever it was and he's like, cool, I can move on with my life now. It's kind of liberating, you know. And when I get the hate mail, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. As is. You know what? Maybe we will be friends. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I, I thought he was gonna happen. die. I thought Rocky was gonna punch him so hard that he fucking died, you guys. So yeah, I was and, like, when yeah. that didn't happen, somebody, I was like, 
a boxer being killed in a Rocky movie, that's fucking preposterous, okay? That is far-fetched. We got comas. That ain't gonna happen. All right, ready? I can't wait for more. Ready, Tim? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We rank the fight. Is it hype? Or boring? Wow. Oh. Another podcast? Wow, I love that. This is us ranking the final fights. Hey, huh? I like this. No, this before that, this, we're, this, we're, this is a oh, new podcast. The the I'm sorry. Where we are ranking like the final fights. Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, Let me so, take a second. Joshy G, I'd like to apologize to you. Madeline Stanley, I'd like to apologize to you. Omega Buster, I'd like to apologize to you. Jasic, I apologize. I interrupted. I wasn't paying attention. That's on me. It won't happen again. Amen. I'm going to start it off at Rocky 2 for me. Rocky two over rocky one i fucking love the fight it's not perfect he gets hit way too many times i think that the first fight was far 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 from perfect though so i i i I give it a number two as well i think it's more cartoonish and kind of more annoying in that sense but i think it ending with holding and choking back tears with just calling out yo adrian we did it like that moment got me too tim i was very emotional from that great performance um and yeah I, i'd say I, I like it more than part one but not by a whole lot i'll give it to rocky too as well and i like the because here's why i like the way this is shot this has a dreamlike quality to it i don't know what i don't know what films like they use or what lenses they use but it has a glow to it that mm. is just like it's like these two fighters are ascending and i love that and i think it's just a more entertaining fight i love the ending of it as well the first one kind of reminds me where they're like, uh, did he win? It doesn't matter. It's kind of happening in the background. Very, very recently, I watched a movie called Days of Thunder, where, oh. um, it, where it, 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 this is going to ruin, not ruin the movie for you, but you're going to see this every single time. Did Cold you know Trickle. they forgot to get the shot of Cold Trickle crossing the finish line? <laughs> they did. Yeah. Go watch that movie again. At one point, they had to have an announcer come in and be like, oh, Cold Trickle won, because they forgot. They straight up edited the movie and forgot to get that shot. Anyway, that's what the first one was. This one undeniably they just draw this out to, to the nth degree and i love it okay just to make a case for one because obviously two's gonna win here i would say one's message about it's not about winning it's not about losing it's about challenging yourself going the distance i think that's a special thing but in terms of just the fight hype because that's what we're waiting right hype yeah, fight this is just got, hype. this is the fights i gotta give it to gotta give it to because okay. you know why because adrian's win was the catalyst throughout this whole entire movie in that third act it went boom went all the way to the top there you go. Love it. What about Ragu? There we go. Tim? So number one, the Rocky two fight. Number two, Rocky. Uh, yeah, Ragu Opo is something we do have to do as well. That is Rad Guys Talk, uh, uh, the opponent. Ragu. I'm having a lot of audio issues here. Opo. <laughs> Tim, can you hear us? Tim, can you hear us? Him? Everything is delayed. I'm hearing you guys like 15 times. This is weird. I'm gonna bounce out of Discord. Yeah, I'll be back. Discord. Okay, he's gonna restart his Discord, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna talk about Ragu Opo while we're here. Number one on the list, Rocky. Uh, it's Apollo Creed from Rocky One. So the opponent of this, of course, is Apollo Creed from Rocky Two. I'll actually make the case that I like Apollo more in this movie. I think he's deeper. I think he's a better character. I think he's got. He's very conflicted and has a definite desire to win. And I can understand that. And I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he. It's a. Uh, I don't think Carl Weathers plays him as this cartoon villain. I think he's a very real character. I think you've seen this a lot of times happening and fighting. And I love, I just, I just think it's really well done. What, what say you guys? I would say Rocky uh, Apollo 2 is better than Apollo 1. 
like I mentioned before, Apollo One, just a producer, just wants to get the fight bicentennial, wants to get it in there. Doesn't matter who he fights, doesn't care. But this one's personal. And that's what I like about it. It's, this is a personal battle against Rocky Balboa for his fans that hate on him, for all the haters out there that he wanted to prove everyone white, and he loses. And I think seeing where this character goes in the future no is so much cooler because of this fight. <laughs> yes. The haters are my motivators. I would also put this at number two, or I'd put number two at number one. But a lot of that is because I love what part one did for the character, and I think it kind of makes it whole right like we mm. we talk about in the mcu how we didn't really love age of ultron while we watched it but now with context for everything else and how it adds so much to it i love that part one was just i'm a cocky guy who's just trying to do the business and i'm losing sight of the actual fight and my opponent and i'm kind of getting in over my head and i just think i'm gonna win anyway so who cares i gotta make as much money as possible and yeah the fact that this it's a lot more fleshed out, but not only with what Duke does uh, as his character, but having the the internet kind of comment section angle, I think is brilliant. And having uh, having to read fan mail and be like, they didn't think I fucking won. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I I know I won that fight. Now I need to beat his ass, and I, I don't care about the other for a second. I, I don't need the other. I don't need um any like. I don't need to fight anybody else. This is the guy. It's always been Rocky. It's always been the Italian stallion. I think, yeah, this part, I think Carl Weathers in this, uh, in Rocky 2 is a lot more fleshed out. Tim, come in, Tim. Can you hear us, Tim? Come in, Tim. Yes. Do you hear me? Yes. You're yes. good to go. What do you think? Who do you think is the better I'm opponent? getting a massive Apollo? delay with Tim now. A little bit. Okay. No. Hold okay. on. I'm gonna... oh, my did that help? Yes. Well, I can hear you now. I think it, it did. Right. Okay, yeah, let's yes. just rock this. Yeah. This sounds fun. Uh, Art anyway. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, yeah. I, I apologize, guys. It, throughout the episode, there's been a couple times I think I talked over you. I'm sorry about that. This, that there's been weird delays and things. But uh, in terms of ranking them, I think that Apollo is fantastic in both of the movies, in one and two. I think that Creed 1, I prefer over Creed 2. Or sorry. Oh. Yeah, Creed in 1, I prefer over Creed in 2, just because I really like the producer angle that he took. Yeah. Uh, but but with that, the, the votes go to Creed Creed and Rocky 2. So, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It's gonna be, it's Creed gonna and Rocky 2 is number one. Mm -hmm. He's rattled. Then, right, number he's one. He's number two. I'm all rattled, baby. <laughs> Haiku and review, Andy. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the person last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret. And haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku and review. Ew. Haiku and review. All right. <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form just like joshy g did no spider rico yo adrian i did it i miss ketchup i miss ketchup joe <laughs> where's ketchup, ketchup joe man <laughs> where's ketchup joe everybody <laughs> that was a, somebody tweeted <laughs> now it's time fan <laughs> art of ketchup joe it was great it was great <laughs> So dope. Now it's time to rank the Rocky Cinematic Universe. Currently, number one's Rocky One. How do we feel about that? I'll I'll kick this off. I still think Rocky is a better movie overall. Um, I like this movie. I think it has better hype moments. I think the fighting is better at the end. But I think the story of Rocky One is just a lot sweeter and a lot more sincere. Um, not to say that this is this doesn't have good moments in it. 
um, and, and that I don't, that I disagree with the sort of like uh, where Rocky's at. But I think it's a lot. I don't know. I kind of feel like Creed's motivation is a lot more compelling than Rocky's. Um, I would say I like Rocky one more. I was, I would just think as a, as a movie as a whole, it still kind of pops for me as being a, a special thing. This movie kind of is a, is a fun sequel to what I would, what I would consider a classic. I, I would agree, which like, I, I don't know. There's parts of me that feel like maybe I enjoyed the grander scale and higher production mm-hmm. of Rocky too. And I do really appreciate Creed's kind of motivations in this one. Um, but I think I enjoy Rocky one, like not by a whole lot more. I definitely enjoyed Rocky two a lot. I still feel like Rocky one was sort of this surprise movie for me, even though, you know, it won an Academy award and I should have expected a, a more, um, I don't know, more than capable movie, but it was still a surprise to me that I would still enjoy it watching it for the first time 40 years, 50 years later or whatever. Boy, uh, I said this at the beginning. I still think Rocky 2 is a hair better than Rocky 1. Not critically, of course. I didn't think as an enjoyment factor, I like Rocky 2. I like all the characters. You, you get spend, you get more Mickey, which is a huge benefit. And the montage is great, and the fight at the end is fantastic. And I was just thinking about this after watching Rocky II. I was like, imagine being in that movie theater and Rocky wins, and that hype that you could feel. It's like, it's like in-game all over again. But I, I just like putting myself in that situation, I would think I would enjoy watching Rocky II uh, again. And I did enjoy watching Rocky II. And I, like, I, it's, it's, it's incredible because I thought it was a forgettable movie. And... I never think about it when I think about the saga, but that's not saying that Rocky one's bad. It's just more of like, I just think the production value, like Andy Morton out is just so much utilized better. And at the same time, I, I feel that Rocky's motivations in this one is now about family dealing with, you know, Hey, you're not by yourself anymore. You can't just be this, this boxer, this, uh, this guy that goes out and tries a loan shark and, you know, break thumbs or whatnot. You can't be that guy anymore. You have a family. You are a husband and you have a son. You need to do this for them too. And that's why when he said, yo, Adrian, we did it. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? In the first one, he says, yo, Adrian, I, does he say like, yo, Adrian, I did it? Or, or you know, he just, he just wants Adrian and wants to be with him. So when he says, Adrian, I did it. Like, I, that to me hits harder home than the first one. And I just think the first one is it holds up its merits in being an American cinematic classic. But I just think Rocky II in the scope of things, it was an enjoyable experience over one. You know what, man? Now that I'm I, I get. I'm thinking just about that scene where he he's walking that little girl home who's like an asshole to him and she calls him a creepo. And I'm just like, man, I really hated that scene. And part yeah. one, I feel like had a lot of dumb scenes that like just felt like they needed to either fill time or something, which is weird because it's a two-hour movie. You could easily mm-hmm. get your points across with with removing some of those scenes. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a 180. I'm I'm gonna say I like part two more than one. Cause I feel like uh I enjoyed both of them equally, but part one had more sequences that I did not enjoy. My man, Andy Cortez, thank you so much for that. I also put Rocky 2 over Rocky 1. I think I, compared to you guys, uh, am way more on the side of 
Rocky 2, I think, is much better than Rocky 1 in terms of the things I like about it. Uh, didn't love the first half of this movie that much, but I think that the second half more than makes up for it. I think Rocky 1 is a classic, uh, but I definitely think that it, its budget and what it is is what makes it special, but also what really holds it back. This was kind of a lot more committing to the vision and uh, not being held back by those type of things. I can't wait to see this franchise continue. I hope it only gets better from here because this still isn't perfect. There's still a lot of room for improvement, but there's still a lot of gold in this. There's a lot of great character. There's a lot of great moments, and we have many more movies to go. We got, what, four more Rocky movies, right? And then two plus more Creeds. So we're in for an adventure, but the rankings now are number one, Rocky 2, and number two, Rocky 1. What? We'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Andy flipped, Nick. Andy flipped, flipped, bro. I flipped. I knew it. I knew it. He blamed Little Marie. He blamed Little Marie scene, dude. (laughs) See, you know what happened? Andy Andy stalked my corner store with CZ, knowing that I'd have to pee at that right moment so he could flip on me and I wouldn't be there for him. I thought about the sequence of him walking home with a little girl and how much I hated it. I was like, uh, yeah, I like parts. Oh, okay. So you found the one thing you didn't like. We'll return next week with Rocky 3. Until then, let us know in the comments below what you thought about Rocky 2. Sancho West, where could people find you? You can find me on Sancho West. I'm always live on Twitch and during the weekday. Hit me up. We could talk about Rocky whenever you like. Better subscribe Hell now. Yeah. <laughs> Tim is so delayed. Just end the Love show. Love you guys. Kevin. Bye. <laughs> yeah.